Welcome back to JNR Basketball. I'm John, joined by Ronnie. So the last podcast, um, and, and I've done this before, where, where I've told people about our podcast and they're searching for it, and you know it's JNR, and as I say, Juliet November Romeo. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, Ronnie, you and I are Romeo and Juliet, JNR <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, so, we are. <laughs> uh, that got me thinking, why do I have to be Juliet? Uh, and then it got me thinking, what are you know, Romeo and Juliet, this is probably the only time on a basketball podcast where William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet was brought up, but that's, that's cool. I'm cool with that. Uh, Romeo and Juliet is a tragedy. And Romeo and Juliet, young love, and it didn't work out in the end. They both die. So I thought it'd be fun to look at some pairings in the NBA that maybe had a lot of potential, but ended in tragedy and that they never won a championship. And, um, Kind of go through a couple of couple of those pairs or, or or threesomes even, and and talk about potential that was wasted because they never won a championship. Uh, so the first one I came up with was a team that ran into the buzzsaw that was Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls, and that is John Stockton and Carl Malone of the Utah Jazz. Sure. They played together from 1985 to 2003, made it to the uh, NBA Finals twice, but were never able to seal the deal. Uh, so the tragedy again is that they didn't win a championship, but, yeah. uh, that was a quite the dynamic duo for gosh, 15 years in the league and never able to, to get that final piece and, and win the NBA championship. Yeah. Definitely one of the biggest strategies that both of them are just one of the, like two of the best players ever. They've been on the, they were on the dream team. I think both like twice, yeah. maybe twice. I'm pretty sure it was two times, but yeah, those guys are ridiculous and they just, couldn't get that championship. That's right. They couldn't do it. Um, one of the funniest stories I saw of John Stockton was he was on that 1992 dream team that went to Barcelona. He was walking around Olympic Village. He's only six foot one. Yeah. And he, you'd want to talk about someone that looks like a generic guy. <laughs> Me and John Stockton both just generic looking people. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was walking around wearing, you know, a dream team shirt. You saw that And he too? saw another yeah, did you see that yeah. where the kid was wearing the Dream Team shirt? And he's like, oh, do you like the Dream? He's like, yeah, I like the Dream Team. He's like, yeah, what would you do if you met somebody from the Dream Team? He's like, oh, ah. and it was just like, well, see you later. Yeah. It was just so funny. Well, the whole other team, like there's a, a bunch of, you know, big dark players, you know, who are like 6'10", you know, just walking around and they, they stick out like a sore thumb, you know, compared to everybody else. Right. Who's what, what? I think the Olympics in 96 were in Atlanta, right? Yeah, the 92 Olympics were in Barcelona and the 96 Olympics were in yeah, Atlanta. So and he I'm thinking about won a gold medal at both of those. Yeah, so you got a, you know, a big crowd of people, you know, just regular sized people compared to like these 6'10 players. And then John Stockton, who just kind of walks <laughs> walks away from all, you know, the whole dream team and nobody notices. He just goes and buys he's a sandwich a or whatever. He's 170 pounds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's he just didn't stick out at all. He just blended in with the crowd and he could do whatever you want where the other players they they couldn't do whatever they wanted because they had it was just such a big event, you know, and like these crowds of people would surround them no matter where they were, but not Stockton. He was like, all right, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Have fun with that crowd. <laughs> he just blends yeah. in. He'd be the perfect spy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you're absolutely right. I, I saw Randy Johnson in a movie theater once and it wasn't like, oh, there's Randy Johnson. It's like, that dude's tall. And they're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, that tall dude's Randy Johnson. Yeah, so that's cool. he just sticks out because of his height. Um the, my my Randy Johnson story was I, I saw him. He was actually in the restroom, and a kid. Eh, he wasn't a kid. He was probably a teenager. Goes Randy Johnson. What are you doing here? And Randy Johnson just goes trying to take a piss. What does it look like? <laughs> Classic. <laughs> and Randy. the most grumpiest. Yeah, the grumpiest, surliest way. And I was like, oh, that's funny. Hey, do you remember what movie it was? 
No, okay. I don't. That would have been funny. I just... would guess Black Hawk Down because <laughs> I think that was what I was watching at the time. Yeah. Randy Johnson would watch a movie called Black Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but John Stockton, Carl Malone, and I, I mentioned this in our text, but I read some, some info on Carl Malone and it really soured me on Carl Malone. Um, I don't know if you want me to, you, you, it seems like you have a high opinion of Carl Malone. No, please, you're Do you want it. Me I don't to, mind. Go ahead. To ruin that for sure. you. I, I am going Wait, to ruin let it for me, you. Can so, I take a guess? Sure. Was this prayer? You remember you used to say something before every free throw? Oh yeah, he did. He mumbled. Uh, I did he say anything or just mouth something? Well, he would say something. So I'm, I'm going to guess that's where you're going to ruin it. I'm going to guess he was saying something about murdering <laughs> little children or something. Oh geez, <laughs> that's, that's, I don't. No, that's weird. But uh, I mean, yeah, no, that's not what he did. Okay. Um, well, before we get to the really dark stuff, <laughs> did you know that he 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 was in a tag team wrestling match? Cool. After uh, in the nineteen after the nineteen ninety eight NBA Finals, that's pretty sweet. The him and let's see who was the team here. Malone and Diamond Dallas Page were a tag team against Dennis Rodman and Hulk Hogan. Wow. I, I, I need to look that up. I gotta watch that match. It was a criticized as being just a poorly received match because they kind of, you know, they're basketball players, not wrestling, yeah. so they kind of just did the basic headlocks and clotheslines. Yeah. Um, and Carl Malone lost. Hulk Hogan and Dennis Rodman won, but it was the highest pay per view buy rate. Of 1998 and one of the biggest of in the company's history. Malone, so uh, Malone knocks uh, what's his name's head off and shoots Rodman's it as head off. yeah, Rodman's head off. They put a little <laughs> dummy head, you know, and shoots a three through. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, but in, in all seriousness, this this really did turn me off to Carl Malone. He uh, he has multiple children with multiple women, which you know that uh, that's fine. But yeah, one Malone. of the, as a <laughs> no, no, you're going to regret that. <laughs> when he was a 20-year-old college sophomore, one of the women gave birth to a child. The woman, the woman in question here was a 13-year-old that gave birth to one of his kids. Wow. So, yeah, that's. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> that's worse than I'm my prayer. <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, that's that is worse than your prayer for a lot of reasons. But he he completely denied that it was his kid. Um, and it basically ignored the kid uh, all through this kid's life. Um, when they finally did connect, what did he say? Uh, oh, he told when he finally, according to the kids, the kid's name is Bell. Uh, his last name is Bell. Bell said Malone told him it was too late for them to have a father son relationship, and basically said, "See you later." <laughs> and uh, didn't yeah, didn't, absolutely disgusting. Did Malone later on like admit that this is true? Or did they do a so test later? There was there was there was tests and su suits and, and Malone basically didn't participate in any of those. Um, at some point, an out of court settlement was reached with both. Uh, she wasn't thirteen when when this was going on, but the 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 woman that gave birth to one of his sons, as well as another woman that gave birth to twins uh, that he had. So they never. They reached an out-of-court settlement, let's, let's let's say. So whatever that means is, you know, they were suing for child support, and he didn't want to admit that it were his kids, despite the DNA evidence. I, I maybe, did did she tell him that she was 18 and she looked 18? It, from what I understand, it was a neighbor that he grew up with, so he wow. was well aware okay. of her yeah, age. Yeah, that's, that's pretty effed up. 
That is pretty effed up. Um, of, of he, so one of his, oh boy, I gotta keep track here because he has a lot of kids. Um, he has one of the women that was not his wife gave birth to twins, Daryl and Cheryl Ford. Twins. Cheryl Ford actually. <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's from a commercial. Remember that Coors commercial when they no. when the twins come up and twins. <laughs> <laughs> there was like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. Are you serious? You, you don't remember insane. those commercials? All right, no. There was this. So back in the day, there was this commercial where they're I don't know, they're advertising the beer and everything, and they're talking about all these things, all these cool things you do when you drink beer. And then these hot girls come up and they're like, and they're twins. That was pretty messed up. And then so they're talking about basically having incest with these girls. This is a weird episode, guys. I apologize. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's Coors. They aired it in the 90s. One of his illegitimate daughters, who is twins, <laughs> played in the uh, WNBA. His son who he basically denied ever having as a son, uh, played in the NFL as well. So nice. athletic genes ran in the family, but Carmelone, at least in his earlier years, a terrible person, a terrible dad, and probably should have been in prison. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. So yeah, his prayer is probably like, thank so, yeah. you God for not having me arrested for that 13-year-old incident. For being a <laughs> pedophile. Yeah. Uh, so Carmelone, John Stockton never won an NBA championship. Uh, I thought Carmelone did... Uh, he ended up going to the Lakers after John Stockton retired, but he did not win a championship there. Who went to the Rockets? Didn't somebody? Oh, I'm thinking of Barkley. Clyde Drexler. Clyde Drexler went and to the Clyde, Rockets. Yeah. So did so did so did Barkley. Yeah, uh, I thought for whatever reason it was Carl Malone, but no, it was it was Clyde Drexler. Mm -hmm. uh, so that is that is the first pair that I have that did not win an NBA championship. And you know, I feel bad for John Stockton for not winning an NBA championship. He's yeah. he seems like an all around stand up guy. Absolutely. Yep, he was. Next on the list, I have something near and dear to our hearts, and that's the Phoenix Suns, and that's Charles Barkley, and I put Kevin Johnson. Yeah. You know, was Kevin Johnson wasn't the you know the superstar that Barkley was, but he was a a solid point guard, um, probably one of the better point guards in the league at that time. But they that pairing never worked out. Again, they made the NBA Finals, uh, ran into the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> And uh, did not win a championship. So that that was another tragedy. That team had more. You know, it had Dan Marley. It had uh, Danny Ainge, um, who were all solid Jeff role Hornacek. players on that team. Was Jeff Hornacek on that team as well? Oh, you know, maybe he got traded for Parkley. <laughs> I might be mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that team, despite having the, on paper, and, and really in actuality, I mean, they, they made the NBA Finals. This is the perfect pairing. Weren't able to take the next step and win an NBA championship. And you, you mentioned it. Barkley was was gone a few years later on the Rockets, yeah. chasing the ring. Yeah, KJ, he doesn't have like the stats of Stockton or anything, but he was amazing. Do you remember the dunk he had over Patrick Ewing back in the day? I knew you were going to mention I the dunk. That. Yeah, that is his. That is his dunk. Yeah. That, I mean, that was that made him the, famous. That was the KJ poster that everyone in Phoenix had on their wall. Yeah. That was ridiculous. I actually met KJ. I don't know if you knew that, but I went to a Kevin Johnson basketball camp when I was like, I don't know, 12 or something. Oh, and did you really? Yeah, he actually came to the camp one day and said hi to all the kids. So that was kind of cool. Oh, that is cool. Uh, my wife met him at an airport mm. and I think she said she had him sign something. I don't remember what it was or she probably doesn't have it anymore, but yeah. Yeah, she she met him at a, an airport where he was not at all interested in talking to people <laughs> because he just got off a plane, but yeah. still still was kind enough to do that. So Yeah. 
But didn't he get into trouble when he got into politics and he, he became a governor or something like that? And he just kind of changed his, uh, like a lot of people started not appreciating him anymore because of what he was talking about and what, what his point of views were on certain subjects. I, I think he became the mayor of Sacramento would be my, my recollection. Yeah. I don't know for sure. I, I never followed his political career. Yeah. Because, I'm just going by memory, um, but people don't yeah, appreciate no, him like they used to. Yeah. You know, that happens anytime you, you become a politician, right? You yeah. have people that love you for your basketball because that's, you know, it's basketball. Right. You, you either love them or you hate that's them. That's why I But still then like you them. go into yeah. a different field. Yeah. And, and that's why I haven't, I, I have no idea what his political views are. Uh, I know he did not impregnate a 13 year old girl. <laughs> so he, he's, he's still a winner in my book. Yeah. But going back to your Romeo and, and Juliet point of view, yeah, Barkley is one of the biggest players in the league for, to be. Yeah. Romeo or Juliet, you know, because he was such a good player and he played for the 76ers for a long time. And he did go to Houston to try to win a championship with Olajuwon and Drexler and they couldn't get it done. And yeah, poor Barkley has to sit up there on a panel with, you know, Shaq and all those guys. And they're always Shaq and his ring. Yeah, they're always, yeah, they're Shaq always... is always pointing to his ring finger, you know, and talking about his championships. And Barkley's over there like, well, I won some gold medals on the Olympics, you know, but that's all he has, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's a tragedy, uh, especially with us, you know, from my point of view with the Suns, but it's mm-hmm. a tragedy you couldn't win one. And, uh, yeah, that was a pair we, I, I don't have on my list is that Rockets pairing where, you know, at that point, Barkley and Elijah both were on the downward trajectory of their career. Yeah. Uh, Clyde Drexler as well. You know, he was a longtime, uh, trailblazer. Um, I think Elijah you, know, you, you hope hurt. you can capture lightning in a bottle yeah. and win, but they weren't able to do it. Yeah. I think that year Elijah got hurt and so they didn't do well in the playoffs and, and then Barkley, he was hurt off and on too, but the big thing was Olajuwon. So they just going to get that championship yeah. ring that year. Uh, next on my list, I have the Oklahoma City Thunder, and they actually had three people that three very talented players uh, who I think at one point all of them have won the league MVP, uh, and that's Westbrook, Westbrook, Durant, and Harden. You know, Harden was coming off the bench for that team. Uh, immensely talented basketball team mm-hmm. and they could not they could not win it they couldn't put together a championship they made it to the western conference finals and ran into the golden state warriors and the team was broken up almost immediately after that so uh pretty tragic especially if you're an oklahoma city fan to know that hey man we had all of those guys and, and yeah. they were they're still you know they weren't at their prime yet but Man, oh man! If that group could have stuck together, there's no way they don't win a title, right? Yeah, I mean they they have to win, right? You know, I think if I remember correctly, I think the thing that started it all when they broke up was Harden didn't like being the sixth man, and he wanted to be featured right. as the main player on a team. So, but that's the way it worked well on their team. It's you know, always the, the way, bench. yeah. So and that's always the way it works with teams when they break up like that. Yeah. Is someone feels that they're being disrespected or or not getting the the credit that they deserve, mm-hmm. and uh, it goes south pretty quickly once once those feelings start to manifest. Yeah. So and then I, if I remember, Durant I think went to he went to the Warriors right for his first. Yeah, he eventually ended up on the Warriors. Yeah. Yep, and then he won around there. I think the the breakup there was. I, I I don't remember exactly what it was, but I think is Westbrook thought he was the reason that they were successful. Durant thought he was the reason they were successful, and basically the egos couldn't coexist anymore. Yeah, and uh, they 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 needed to make a change. But yeah, it's for that team. 
it's definitely a Romeo and Juliet, but Durant, he did get a ring. Harden, he... Durant did get a yeah, ring, he yep. won MVP, but yeah, no no ring yet. And then Westbrook just, he, he won MVP of Shaq and a Fool. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And he's got he's got another year with the... I mean, they, these guys still have a chance, obviously, but it's just tragic that that team at that time with everything that was going on in the league couldn't couldn't put their egos aside for a year another year or two and 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 i think they probably would have certainly returned to the western conference finals here's a quote from grant uh, of, of why he left he says i was tired of being the only guy who could make threes make jump shots and consistently make them <laughs> so then he left oh man he said, then it says he wanted to find a roster that would maximize his skills and he felt like oh he felt that the thunder just couldn't give him that couldn't give that to him yep that's a that's, that's how a it happens. Rough quote. <laughs> that is really rough quote. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we're going to see a Westbrook Durant reunion anytime. Oh yeah. Uh, next on the list, I have Chris Paul. Chris Paul and everyone he's ever <laughs> played with. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Every team. Yeah, the he, current. Yeah, he always. Every team. The current iteration. You know, him and Devin Booker. Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? Him and um, was it? He was in in Houston with. James Harden, wasn't he? I'm trying to remember if he was on with Harden. I don't know if they were together. Let's look that up. But who? But how about Chris Paul and the Clippers? That was a big Chris team. Paul and the Clippers. Yeah, Chris Paul. The Pelicans were never really Mob City in in competitive form. But yeah, him and the Clippers. And then you can look at him when he was with Oklahoma City. It just he he's always been. Chasing the ring, it seems like, and no matter what the pairing is, it always ends in tragedy. You know, he he made his first NBA Finals appearance uh, in the 2020-2021 season. Him, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton, they took they had a lead against the Bucks, but Giannis Giannis was too much. And then this last season that just ended, they just completely it was a real tragedy. Yeah, uh, against the Mavericks in the playoffs. Not just Game Seven. I mean, he he. He had that historic game where he didn't miss a shot. Yeah. And then his body's just like, all right, I'm good. I'm done. Yeah. And completely was miserable after that. And he had a birthday was... and then he celebrated it. And yeah. the Suns supposedly got COVID. <laughs> You're still grasping onto that theory. <laughs> I don't know. But no, and going back to the Clippers, they had a really good team for a couple of years there. They were in the playoffs and there was that one year where they were in contention to win a championship. They might have had the best record in a yeah. league at that time, but then the owner of the Clippers, he said the N-word, and then they ended up having that little... I don't know if you remember, but during the playoffs, they had the meeting in the yeah, center court where they, they all took wa- off their the shirts. And yeah, yep. it was... So, the the owner... <laughs> what is what is with these creepy people? I mean, <laughs> the things that he said were just terrible things, and his... His girlfriend recorded it and leaked it intentionally, and they forced him to sell the team. Yeah, and for like riddance. a billion dollars. You know, yeah, yeah. What a punishment. Uh, I, well, you got to get people like that out of league. You're going to see the same thing happen, I think, with Dan Snyder and the Washington Commanders coming up soon. But mm-hmm. you, you're the league, whether it's the NFL or the NBA. You know, it's 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 supposed to be a family friendly league, and when you have owners doing stuff like that, yeah, that's just it can't happen. So uh, it was the right choice. I'm glad they forced him out. Didn't it? Uh, but yeah, I think that definitely derailed their their focus and, and everything. I think the way it worked out, didn't they 
I think the owner was allowed to keep the team for the rest of the year, but he had to sell at the end of the year. I remember something like that where I remember yeah. saying to myself, well, like, these guys are not motivated to win this guy a championship. Like, they don't, yeah, they're, they could make it, but they don't want to right now. I don't, I don't necessarily know that that mattered. I think they're more just disgusted with their owner and, but yeah, it's hard to sell an NBA team because not a lot of players or not a lot of people can afford to buy an NBA team. So yeah, it, it definitely took some time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I forgot about that scandal. That was that was a big scandal. Yeah. Poor Chris Paul, definitely Romeo and Juliet. A, a repeat on the list: Russell Westbrook and LeBron James and Anthony Davis. <laughs> yeah. So this is this one's a little bit interesting because LeBron and Anthony Davis won the NBA championship in the bubble. They had a pretty rough year the following year and they determined that they needed to get better. The answer to all of their wildest dreams was to bring in Russell Westbrook (laughs) and they got significantly worse, um, which is not what anyone expected except for anyone that watches basketball. Um, So they have them another year. They have this thing again. So you, you, you promise that they'll make the playoffs. That's the Ronnie guarantee. (laughs) So there's still a chance that they could be redemption here. And I guess technically there could be Chris Paul redemption um, with his, his Chris Paul and Devin Booker. But I don't think they're going to win the NBA championship. I don't think they can all stay healthy. Mm-hmm. I think it's a solid team 10 years ago, but it's 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 going to end in tragedy this year, I think. Yep. If you're a Lakers fan, I'm sorry. But yeah, they but were. I don't see it working they out. They were projected to be. I think they were number two right behind the Nets, if I remember correctly. And they didn't even make the playoffs. They just, it was a horrible season. It was a, one of the worst seasons I've seen from probably the best roster I've ever seen, which is ridiculous. It's, it's crazy that that happened. That cannot happen two years in a row. There is no way. They were just riddled with injuries. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, if they just stay healthy, they'll be fine. Didn't they only play like how many you games? Was that it? a lot of teams. Was it six games together or 12 games together the whole year? Yeah, I you you mentioned this last time, and I didn't. I I still don't know. No, it's okay. I don't remember but if it was six many. or twelve. Yeah. yeah, I think it was six. Sometimes I multiply things in my head by two for some reason. Yeah, you know that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that as of right now is is a tragedy, a tragedy that can be redeemed this upcoming season because that gang is getting back together. Uh, so we do have a couple, two at least two so far on this list that could that could get back together mm-hmm. uh, and, and yeah. potentially right the wrongs. But if it's truly a Shakespearean play, it won't happen that yeah. way. I mean, LeBron's won championships, so it's not too yeah. much no, 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 Julia, but it definitely is for Westbrook because he goes into this city thinking, I'm good for at least a f- NBA Finals right here. Who are we gonna, who's going to beat us, you know? And they don't even make it. This next one, I think, is probably probably the most Romeo and Juliet, and that's Joel Mead and Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you're the seven, if you're a 76ers fan... You have these two guys, and you're like, we're set. We're set for the next five, ten years. Yeah. These guys are going to play together. They're going to be fantastic. We're going to win an NBA championship. They're young. They're big. And they're young. They're big. They're strong. They're just absolutely talented basketball players. Free agents are going to want to come here. They're going to want to come to play with these guys, and it's going to be awesome. I, I'm so happy. Um, and it did not work out that way. Yeah. You had that game seven where Simmons was just 
absolutely atrocious. And you know, they they this was the year the Bucks won. I, was it against the Bucks that this? I believe so. This historically bad game seven that Ben Simmons had, and then just all of the fallout from that. You know, Joel Embiid talking about how, uh, just basically talking trash to Ben Simmons openly. Yeah. Doc Rivers questioning him as well. Uh, ben Simmons would basically demand a trade at that point. He, mm-hmm. he was the most fine player in NBA history that year. He was, uh, there's speculation that he was fined over $10 million for not playing, for holding out, for being a distraction, for getting suspended from team activities. Well, yeah, at, he at the beginning of the done. year, there was fights in the locker room going on. It was a huge yeah. thing. But yeah, this. So that to me is, is the biggest tragedy. And then to offload him. Oh, I, I've had the details of that trade up. They, they had to, uh, I don't remember who got the short end of that stick. If it was him or if it was the 76ers. Well, yeah, he was owed but so probably, much money. So they had to pay him like owed $20 so much million dollars or something like that. And they had to get rid of him. Yeah. So you, you, you can, a team can fleece you. And I think the Nets fleeced him. Yeah. Let me see if I can find what that is. Yeah, if I remember correctly, it was around the 20, $20 million mark. Where the the team basically had to pay, uh, you know, that team to get Simmons out of there. So they were like twenty million out of the hole, and they this was I'm I'm talking about. Wait, what team does Harden play for again? Harden plays for the Sixers. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, the Sixers paid an additional twenty million dollars, and then uh, yeah, they ended up getting Simmons, who didn't even play for them this year, who ended up having back surgery yes. at the end of the year. Back surgery at the end of the year. So here we go. The Nets traded Harden. And Paul Millsap to Philly and, uh, for Philly, for Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first round picks. They had to give up two first round picks just to ship Simmons off. And that's what we talked about earlier is they gave up so much to get Harden. You got to have a more than half a season rental. And that's why they're, they're sort of handcuffed into resigning mm-hmm. James Harden. But to get rid of a player that doesn't want to play for you, you have to give up two first round picks. Yeah. Uh, as well as players, you know, Seth Curry and Andre Drummond are, are no slouches. They're, they're rotation guys. They're depth guys that you need on your team. And they had to get rid of all those guys. And that is just, uh, that's going to hurt that team for years and years to come. Oh. And it could have been so beautiful. So there were no cash considerations. So was it the, maybe I'm thinking like the 76ers still owed him $20 million, even though he was leaving the team. Yes. Simmons is was owe, is owed $113 million through 2025. So he just yeah. signed an extension and that makes it even harder, right? When you have that much money to try to get rid of a player and that's why they had to include um, some additional role players as well as some first round picks. Yeah, insane. That's just so like, I hate Simmons for all this, you know? <laughs> he couldn't even play <laughs> one game last year. Yeah. Especially during the playoffs when they needed him, that defense and everything. Do you think that this had anything to do with his that that playoff game when they were playing against the Bucks and he had zero points? Do you think he had a, a true back injury at that time and maybe that's why he didn't score any points because he was hurting? I don't know. And and I'm sure there's some Philadelphia fans that have some very strong opinions on this. Oh, yeah. Uh I have no idea. And then, you know, he, 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 and this is the other thing, right? Is this true or not? He told the 76ers that he can't participate because of mental health issues. Now that's really, really hard to verify, but maybe he had his mental health issues and he couldn't handle the pressure of a game seven. And that's why he laid a goose egg. And that's really tough to be an elite professional basketball player. If you have, you know, that 
that mental health problems that, that make it really hard for you to do that. You know, baseball, they say is 90% mental, 10% physical. Uh, there's a lot of that to basketball as well. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you have the last possession, you you have to have that killer mentality uh, that you saw people like Kobe have. And maybe he yeah. just doesn't have it. Do you remember when Simone Biles was doing that in women's gymnastics where she got the yep. twisties and she pulled out of the, the Olympics and everyone's like patting just, her on the back like good job mental health put that first I was no like, i i i saw the opposite side of that people were ridiculing her oh like, you oh, saw that oh i was saying the olympics okay so i'm on your side yeah. about it like i well i don't know if it's your side but um i no, i was one of those people who were like yeah me- like screw mental health like if you're a professional athlete and you're at that level you need to stick it out and you need to you know help your team out and win oh, the golds i totally totally disagree with you because mm-hmm. If she's not focused in completely, she can seriously injure herself, and that doesn't help anybody. That just hinders things. So I, I'm, I'm more <laughs> on the side of, hey man, get your, take care of yourself first and foremost. And that's that's you know, you know there was people. Uh, Derek White had his first kid during the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were people like, how is he going to miss a game? It's the playoffs. Are, are, are you in that camp? <laughs> or are you in the take some time off and be with your wife and newborn camp? That is a little different because it is something that could only happen once in your life. Well, if you okay. have one kid, you know. I wasn't sure. Like I wasn't sure, one, Rhonda. You, you, once you... <laughs> for that kid per kid, you know. So it is a special moment. So it is kind of up to you and your wife. You just got to talk it out and be like, hey. I need to be there for my team, but I I want to be here for my kid. What should we do here? So you just got to decide. So yeah, but you have a as for plan. Simone, yeah. though, I'm, I'm glad he took time off. And, I'm glad he was able to spend time with his family, yeah. his newborn family, before coming back. But yeah, go as ahead. for Simone, Simone and Ben Simmons, like we're we're totally different on that. Like if you're having mental problems where you think you can't compete, I think it depends on the mental problems. But like with Simone, she just had the twisties that was called, you know. So. But you're a professional athlete. Just collect yourself, get yourself together, and get out there and, and see if you could do something for your team. Yeah, don't hurt yourself. But I don't know. It's uh, I kind of get what you're saying. Where I don't want her to get hurt. I don't want him to get hurt. But you're a professional athlete. You should so, be able to collect yourself yeah. and mentally get back out there and figure it out and and do something good for your team. You should be able to, but if you can't, do you risk hurting your team? Not not only yourself, but let, let's take Simone Biles. She, there's something going on. She can't pull herself together. Um, does she go out and potentially, you know, fall and and hurt her team, or does she say, "Hey, next man up, you you go out and you you knock this out of the park"? Which is being a better team player? I would argue that taking herself out is the right move from a team player perspective. I think that she was just on her period and she had really bad cramps. And she did. Oh boy! She it was a, so. <laughs> and I think I, I think the same thing happened with same. Ben Simmons. He was on his period and he started That's getting period. cramps for the whole year, and so he had his his stupid butt down. Oh jeez! Sometimes, Ronnie, <laughs> the things that you say, I can't tell if you're joking or if you're serious. But Ben Simmons was on his period. Yeah, That's correct. absolutely yeah. That's true. That is a fact. Yeah, I, I, I am really close to Ben Simmons, and he actually texted me. He was like, "I'm, I'm on my period. I, yeah. I just need. I don't know what I should do, Ronnie." And I told him, "I was like, just be a bitch and sit up for the whole year." <laughs> <laughs> and he listened. So good for you, Ben Simmons, for listening oh, to me. Oh my goodness, being an idiot. The f- 
The final name I have on my list is the current Nets team. Um, and really, I don't care about the Nets at all. But if I'm the GM or if I'm a Nets fan, it would be an absolute tragedy if these three all-stars cannot win a title for your city. You pay big money to get these guys together. And Ben Simmons misses the entire season. And Kyrie is being Kyrie. And uh, just I would be I would be just absolutely broken up if if this team doesn't win a title yeah yeah if i was a net when, when they i think you said simmons but you meant harden right when they had harden well, yeah when they had Harden, yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it's simmons now yeah but yeah when it was hard you, you essentially is you have three top tier players uh they got to get it together and they gotta they have to make at least a deep playoff run but you would ex- the expectation is that they're going to bring home a title yeah and anything short of that, I think, from the eyes of, of fans or, or the team ownership is is a tragedy. Yeah, that was, I mean, again, they were, their odds to win the championships were the best in the league, and they came up short. And man, their team was just an absolute mess. And it's all because, you know, Kyrie had strong feelings about the COVID shot. It's really about the city, you know, saying that you can't come into the building and play unless you've got your shots and you have your card. And that just screwed everything up for this team. It it made Harden leave, and now they're trying to hold this team together with KD and Ir- Kyrie Irving again. I would argue that it was going to be something with Kyrie. It just happened to be this COVID shot. I think Kyrie is just a weird dude, and he was going to find something that was going to set him. There, there's people, and I won't mention any names, <laughs> of people that I know in my life that there's something that's always wrong. There's something that, that always is just aggravating them. That's that's just the kind of person that they are. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what it is. They're going to find something to to hate on. Um, and that's just their mentality. And I, I, In my eyes, that's Kyrie. There's something that's going to bother him, something that's going to distract him from being a good basketball player. Um, you know, it was it was playing second fiddle to LeBron in Cleveland. I don't know what it was in Boston. Maybe he doesn't like clam chowder. Uh, <laughs> and then in in Brooklyn, it was it was the COVID thing. So I think it's just he's going to find something to complain about and to be unhappy about, and that's just the nature of his personality. Everyone has one in their family, know. right? And then for this for yep. the for the Nets, it was <laughs> it was actually the team. You know, it was uh, it was Kyrie. That was the one on their yeah. that was their family yep. member. Is there any other pairing that you thought of, or to, to kind of mix it up a little bit, is there a current pairing that isn't there yet, but it could end up a tragedy if, if they don't win a title Okay, together? for me, it would have been Steve Nash and Stoudemire. Ooh, that's that a good one, That one yeah. ended in tragedy for me back in 2005 and 2006, where they, they made the semifinals against the Spurs. You kind of mentioned it earlier, you know, where, how you're still salty from it. But they were such a good pair together. They had that pick and roll going. Stoudemire would roll to the basket and Nash would always find him with his amazing passes. Nash won the MVP two times in a row and they didn't even get to a finals. They didn't even get to it. They, Oh my God. And then they had the stupid referee thing going where we, we were playing against the Spurs and then Nash got knocked up against the boards by Robert Horry. And then Stoudemire and Bell. Was it Roger Bell? Both yeah, came Stoudemire off the bench? got suspended. And actually, what, I think it was Leandro Barbosa that got suspended for a game. And yeah, just it was all downhill from there. Yeah, that, that that's a good one. I forgot about that one. 
that was absolutely a tragedy, uh, especially for Phoenix Suns fans. Mm-hmm. It was it was rough. Here's another one that I had oh, with a. That's rough. Not I don't have much information on it, but when we were we were doing that redraft or no, we were picking a, who is the best team for the Seattle SuperSonics, and Gary Payton and Sean Kemp they played together, and they didn't like nothing happened, nothing came over it. Those are two yeah, amazing true. players that just nothing. Another Romeo yeah. and Juliet. Um, they, go ahead. They ran into the buzzsaw that's the Chicago yeah. Bulls. The Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls are the poison that <laughs> killed many of these uh, star-crossed lovers. <laughs> there was a uh, uh, how about on the East Side with Patrick Ewing and John Starks? Those two were amazing together. That's a good one too. They yeah. didn't do anything either, but they were part of the Patrick Ewing never team. won a title. Yeah, all, yeah. all dream team players here, but they just didn't win anything. No titles or nothing. Well, that's good stuff. I uh, I was looking at current lineups, and I thought I, I don't know if this would qualify, but if Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell of the Utah Jazz, yes, uh, if they don't win a title together, is that a tragedy? They're on a team together. Or are they not expected? <laughs> did that? Did that? Yeah. happen recently. Isn't that? I'm gonna double check to make sure that I'm not. Yeah, they're on the Utah Jazz together. Wait, who's the point? Who's the first person you said again? Rudy Gobert. Oh, Gobert. I'm sorry. I thought you said someone else. Okay. And Donovan Mitchell. I was like, man, am I wrong? Nope, my fault. So I heard Gobert someone else. was. Yeah, Gobert was drafted in 2013. Donovan Mitchell, 2017. Uh, both all stars. Both stellar players. Both on the same team. And not a lot of success to show from yeah, it. Yeah, that could be up there because Gobert is one defensive player of the year. And I, I think two times in a row now. Three. I, I think it was two times. And yeah, that's that's definitely up there. He is a three-time defensive player of the year. 2018, 2019, 2021. Yeah. That that could be. I mean, I don't think they're going to hold their team so together. That's one in the so, making. Yeah. No, I don't think so either. I, I think that's going to end badly. Um, and the West is just so good that it's, it's, ugh. They always have ugh. a good year, like year in, year out. You know, they're like top five out of all the teams out of the whole NBA pretty much. Yeah. But yeah, when it comes to playoffs, they fall apart. I don't think, you know, I'm just trying to think of other teams currently, you know, good teams. Luca doesn't really have uh, a Romeo. Yeah. I assume he's a Juliet based off those beautiful eyes. But um <laughs> I know your love for Luca. There's but no Yeah, he's he's no Juliet yet. There's there's no there's no other player there that I think him and him and um, No. Going back in time. I think him and Nowitzki played together for one year, yeah. but Dirk won his title and that was more of a uh that was yeah, that was a different generation. But yeah, I don't think they have that second player Boban. for Luke to pair Luca with. Because... <laughs> I'm not thinking of Boban. Because <laughs> now they left. So, um, Jokic, Nikolai Jokic, does he have? Does he have someone else in in Denver mm. that could be his? But, yeah, Murray. I forget his first name right now, but Murray. Yeah, he. Uh, well, Murray always not... he's always was he hurt? Yeah, he got hurt. He wasn't in the playoffs, so you didn't see too much of him. But um, they were. A really good duo together, but the last two years Murray's gotten hurt and he hasn't been able to play in the playoffs with with Jokic. Oh, okay, Jamal Murray, yeah, yeah. Jamal, that's right. I was thinking Jaquil or something like that. I don't know. I couldn't think of I knew it's right with the jaw. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, that's that's true. Uh, let's see. Jamal Murray was he is twenty five, and Nikolai Jokic is. Do you want to guess? Twenty five as well. Twenty seven. So yeah, that's definitely they're in the prime of their career. So if you can't win a title with those guys, that's that's bad. Yeah, he got the MVP of the good. league two years in a row. So if if two Murray is just healthy yeah. for a playoffs, let's let's see how far they could take it. Oh man. So that that is all I had. I didn't I couldn't think of any other pairs or any other groups of people in the current NBA. You know, you, with the trade today, you maybe you say Trey Young and Murray uh in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know, you you gave up a lot to get him from the Spurs. Uh you you have some expectations now that that those guys can win. Yeah. Uh, if they don't, it's it's a tragedy, I would say. I mean, just being on Trey Young's team is a tragedy cuz you got to watch him shiver the whole time. <laughs> Jimmy Butler and uh, Bam Adebayo is that a is that a tragedy no, if they yet. don't win together? No, okay. not there yet. That was just a a good pairing this year, and they'll be good. Yeah, they got a. I mean, yeah, yeah I kind of. I mean, you could make an argument out of that because they were the best team in the East, you know. So, and then they ended up not not making it to the finals, but yeah, not quite. Well, that, that's a good point, too. And let's talk about the teams that made it to the finals. Obviously, Golden State has uh, gotten theirs. But if Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown don't win a title together, is that a tragedy? Those are both young players in their prime that are only going to get better. I I would say they, they should win. Yeah. You, plus, you throw in Marcus Smart. I don't think he's he's going to reach the superstar. Uh, yes, defensive player of the year is great. I don't think he's going to be the superstar the way these guys are. Uh, but I would say that was prob- that's a potential tragedy if uh, if they can't get it together. Oh, and win. yeah. Yeah, that would be a tragedy. I agree on that one. They, they are they are so good together. They and I think fully they stayed together so they could make it back to the playoffs and make something of themselves. Yeah, they made a huge name for themselves. So yeah, we'll we'll see what happens next year. I'm excited to see that team too. I think they'll be yeah top two too. honestly. Yeah. I I picked them as my NBA champions. I don't think I did. I think I picked a different. Wait, did no, I? No, you didn't. You picked you picked your Pelicans, I assume. Yeah. Well, they're no, they're on the west side though, because they played against the Suns. Yeah, but they could be the NBA champions. Oh yeah. So I, I picked the Lakers and the Pelicans, but didn't I pick oh, an the east Lakers side team? Pelicans did we west, do yeah. picks for both west and east? I think. I think. Yeah, we did. I think you did the Bucks. Oh yeah, that's right. See, I don't remember the other um, team. I want. I want to say it was the Celtics, but I think I ended up picking a different team because you picked them. So maybe yeah, I maybe. went with some right. Sixers or someone. Oh, maybe, maybe. But that's it. That's it for the Romeo and Juliet pairing. I thought the, I thought that was fun. It, it's funny to see how <laughs> you look back at the history, and there's a lot of teams that never were able to take that next step and win the championship. And certainly for the fan base, it's a tragedy. Yeah, we're living it. We're living it, Ronnie. Yeah. Well, let's hear it, guys. If you have any teams that you think that we missed and we want to hear them, just you know, send us a, a Twitter. Send us a message. Absolutely. Send us a message on Twitter. Uh, use the JNR fan line. Send us a text. Leave us a voicemail. Let us know who your Shakespearean tragedy player team is. And uh, we'd, we'd love to discuss it here yeah. on the podcast. JNR basketball on Twitter. That's right. Juliet November Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, uh, which free agent are you watching the most right now? KD. Who's, who has your... He has my interest out of everyone. I want to... Kevin Durant? Yeah. 
He's not a free agent. No, they're talking about moving him around. He's under contract. Going to yeah, but that doesn't him. make him a free. You can't just say, "Oh, he's a free." He's not I'm a sorry. free agent. Yeah, the trade. Yeah, so Who, my mistake. Let's, I'm just I'm yeah, watching him running. to see where he goes to. I don't. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the, well, let, let, let's back it up. Then let me let me pretend uh, we didn't ask that. <laughs> so, Ronnie, which which player are you uh, watching most this offseason to see where they land? Uh, so out of everyone in the league, Kevin Durant for sure. Because uh, I thought for sure you were not you're going to say somebody <laughs> different just to screw with me. I thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Durant, yeah, his name has been thrown around to a lot of different teams. Do you have a list of names of the biggest free agents that we should be watching? Uh, I had a list of who are you watching players. I'm I'm interested in a couple different players. One is DeAndre Ayton. He's a restricted free agent. That that's going to be interesting. Uh, the other one is oh, from the Bulls. Who's a free agent? What is his name? Zach Zach Levine. Oh, okay. Levine. Yeah, he's a free agent. DeAndre Ayton. And then honestly, I'm interested in where Jalen Brunson goes because I don't think he's a superstar, but his postseason I think is going to get him paid. Um, and I don't think he's going to stay in Dallas. I think he's going to go somewhere else. So where he goes will just kind of be a good, um litmus test of of what teams think teams that they think they're close and he's the missing piece and how much they're willing to pay yeah. that here we go i brought up a, a top list of of free agents so Kyrie irving is is number one on the list right and yeah he's not a free agent though he opted yep, in yeah so and then, yeah this is the list is out of date yep. bradley beal james harden um zach levine bradley beal is he a free agent what? or is he bradley beal washington wizards did that change recently yes no, I, I've heard his name linked to a lot of trades. I wasn't sure if he was a free agent or if he had to opt oh, okay. in. Okay, yeah, I know things are changing so fast. And then they got DeAndre Ayton, of course, Jalen Brunson. Oh yes, so let's let's sorry, let's back it up and talk about Bradley okay. Beal. He declined his thirty-six million dollar player option. Oh, okay, eight hours ago. So, uh, yeah, so he is a free. He will be a free agent. So, nice. does he resign with Washington or does he go wherever the hell he wants? Yeah. Yeah, let's see who's going to pick him up. I wouldn't want to stay. I wouldn't want to stay in Washington, no. but you know that's just me. Did, I thought they did pretty good this year. I don't think they made the playoffs, but they were still decent. Where they could maybe put some pieces together and yeah, take it I up heard a notch. rumors that he wasn't happy there. Yeah, so no one's going to be happy there. See if that <laughs> that plays a role in it. But yeah, he is a you know twenty two point a game average player. So that's yeah, that's something. Then it goes to a couple of players I don't care about. There's a. Miles Bridges, meh, whatever. And then Anthony Simmons, he's another one. I don't, whatever. Colin Saxon, it kind of, we don't care about these people. <laughs> I mean, someone does, but. Yeah. <laughs> those are all guys, yeah. Yeah, so that, that that's good. Let's see where, let's see where Katie goes. Let's see where some of these free agents go. And um, have they announced a schedule yet, as far as you're aware? I don't believe they've announced the new schedule. I don't think so. I haven't seen that yet. I haven't seen that announcement. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Here's a good one. Bobby we'll Portis, number 15 on the list. I want to see where he goes. That'd be a good one. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking through the list real quick. I don't yeah, see anyone too. else that I'm super interested in. Yeah. Uh, I think there's going to be a ton of trades again because this, this the way the league has changed so much is that players, you know, used to be if you're a superstar, you weren't getting traded. That was you were the face of the franchise. That's gone mm -hmm. now. Players can demand trades, and oftentimes they're given those trades. So um, they have a lot of power. They didn't used to have this much power, 
And yeah. it's, it's, it's a different team. You know, teams change so much year to year. It's kind of hard to keep track to a certain extent. So right. I do like, we'll do our best to keep you guys informed of, of some trades and some changes as they happen. I personally like Goran Dragic a lot because he used to be on the Suns. He's 28th on the list. So I'm, I'll, oh, he's a free agent yeah, too. Okay. He's a point guard. PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker's one that you're probably interested in. Yeah, a little bit. I'm actually more interested in Goran Dragic more. I actually, Really liked his game when he was on the Suns, but he's an older player and he was coming off the bench this year. So we'll see what happens with him. He's he's he'd be a good backup for for a point guard. He'd be a better well, yeah, he'd be a good backup to have on your mm-hmm. team. Depth, experience, all that, all that stuff, all those little things that you really need to win an NBA championship yeah. is, you know, it, no one thinks of it, but well, maybe gms think of it but at the end of the day a backup point card could be the difference between winning a title and not yeah. winning a title javel mcgee played great this year i thought so yeah let's see if he stays on the yeah. suns or no but that just like the whole center Can, situation there's like everyone on the suns center situation is a free with, agent with Phoenix, yeah so yeah. let's see what the suns yep. do to keep that together that's gonna be a mess kevon looney is a free agent from sacramento not sacramento from golden state so interesting that's to see where he one. goes that's a that's a big one yep all right, I think that's going to do it for us tonight. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter, and uh, we'll see you next time. Yep, thanks, guys.